Hey, family. Thank you t- for tuning in to Our Roots Podcast with Joseph Babaifa. We're only the strongest roots see the light, brought to you by Botanica Candles and more. And if you haven't had the opportunity, please hit that subscribe button. Today, the episode is Ifa and the Abedebi. And the guest we have today is one that's very special. She is a flight attendant. She is a priestess of Shango now for going on eight years. She is an Abedebi Ayafa, or a woman that has achieved the maximum feminine rank within the Lukumi Ifa tradition. And more importantly, she's my mother. Please join me in welcoming Miss Teresa Obabi. Hola. What's going on, ma? I'm excited. It's going to be a wonderful episode, very yeah. big episode. You know, we have a lot of people that reach out and they're like, you know, Joe, Baba, what are, what am I able to do as a woman within the spirituality? What are my capabilities? We're hearing so much about the Yang Ifa position and all of the things that are happening in the Sheshe tradition. Um, and what we really wanted to focus on was what are the women able to do within this role within our tradition? You know, really edifying this role, showing them all the capabilities they have and how it can be very fulfilling, right? So my, my first question for you is, what? when did you first hear about Santeria and Ifa? Oh, without putting my age out there. <laughs> um, I first heard of it um, as a young adult um, back in New York. Um, shout out to my New Yorkers. <laughs> uh, you know... Um, my uh, in the family, I had some aunts that um, would, uh, you know, practice the spiritual side of the religion. They would do the, you know, the baths and the coconuts around the house, and you know, the the, the eggs and things like that. Um, and then uh, it became a little bit more as um, some people got introduced to the family. And we started going to um, some uh, religious gatherings is kind of what we were told they were. So we would go to the gatherings and, you know, of course, we were told to be in our best behavior (laughs) and just not to say anything and, you know, observe. But the religious uh, gatherings became very overwhelming. They... um, the more we went to them, they were more, um, now that I can speak on it, uh, they were more of, um, you know, men being belittled is the best way I can put it. Women were disrespected. Uh, there were um, sacrificing going on in front of people, and these were just supposed to be, you know, just a, a religious, happy gathering. And, and then they just it turned into a shit show. So that's the best way I can put it, um, to be honest. Um, So I kind of, you know, (laughs) let it go. Uh, My mom just didn't, you know, definitely didn't want us to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just stopped going and just kept doing our little spiritual things at home. And uh, that's when I was first introduced to it. Well, you know, based on how those experiences went, you know, what was your first reaction when I told you I wanted to actually be a Bawalao then, when I actually came to you? Can you actually, I guess, 
I'm more. Well, yeah. What was your first reaction then when I told you I wanted to be a Baha'u'llah or a high priest of the, that same spirituality? I guess maybe we should start when we were going to be doing Santo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What was that like you when know, I came to you about it? Um, well, I was taken back uh, because of the experience that I had gone through um, and the things I had seen with uh, the religion. Um, I had to, at that moment, just sit there and um, I had to think. I had to think. And I wasn't um, against you being, um, us having Santo done. It was more of what was... What were you going to face? What were we going to face? Um, who was going to teach us? Uh, there were so many questions, you know, to to this that it, it was very overwhelming at the moment. Um, I knew that, well, one of the questions is how were we going to come up with the funds? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, right? I had to start uh, saving. But, you know, one of the most beautiful things um, for me was that you didn't just say you were going to do santo. You said, Mom, how about we both go do santo next year? And that was so gratifying to, of course, I haven't practiced, didn't practice the religion, didn't care for it, you know, because of the things that I've seen in the past. So I just didn't know. I wasn't sure. And, you know, there was this, um, this inner belief that there's no way that you would come to me and say, let's get this done if it wasn't the right thing to do. So I, you know, as, as, as a mother, um, supported uh, you through this. And, yeah, it's just a little overwhelming. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely going through those experiences. And um, not to say, you know, Every religious um, organization, you know, in that part of the country was doing the same thing. But that's what you experienced, and that was a theme, right? So to go from that and then, you know, uh, your only child telling you, I want to actually be a part of that. So many <laughs> years later, you know, um, I can see how that can be impactful now, me being a father, right? And um, we recently did the Fa and Children video. And, you know, as I'm looking at Erica right and i'm looking at our good friend lisa and how you know we're raising these children within this tradition now not coming in a little bit later like maybe we did but just from birth and seeing those same characteristics that they're having with them that you had with me even though there was fear even though there was uncertainty you always believed yes you know what what caused you to have that confidence in me at such a young age, ultimately, to be able to bring us into this? You know, what was that motivating factor for you to, to, to for us to follow each other into this? Well, I think let's take it back a little bit, okay? Um, you know, you as a, an, at your younger age, um, I would find books in your room. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't trying to be nosy, but, you know, I would... <laughs> <laughs> neither was uh, neither was mama. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right between uh, the mattresses, yo. Let's see what's in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These were PG, though. Yeah, absolutely. More, more not what not what people would expect to find in, in, a, in a bedroom no. of a teenager. But um, when you found, you know, these spiritual books, these Santeria books, what was going through your mind? I, I was concerned. 
I was concerned um, because, not because of the religion, okay? Um, I, we have that belief, and it's in us. It's in us with our ancestors. There's a reason why today, you know, I am Mija de Chango, you know, and, and you're this higher priest, um, because it's in us. Um, so it was more of the guidance. I couldn't guide you. Yeah. I couldn't guide you. So it was a fear. Oh, my goodness, here my son is looking at these things. How do I, you know, give him the right guidance to how to pursue this if, if this is what you were going to do? So, you know, going back to that, it was okay. Um, let's move forward and see how you developed. And then one day you said to me, you know, we talked a little bit about it, and then after you said, hey, I would like to get a consulta done. I was like, oh, this is serious. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't have known where to start, but you knew where to go, and I said, okay, well, here we go. I'm going to support you through that, and we went, and I just saw that you did things correctly. What I saw in the past and what we had discussed was two different avenues, so... I think that's what made it more open for me to be like, okay, let's, you know, have to hear you out and see what we need to do. It was the passion you had. Yeah, and you, sure. you, you see those common themes between successful parent-child relationships is, uh, is the trust, is the belief, and, you know, the relationship we had growing up. Um, you know, I, it made a lot of sense for me to do this together apart from that your odu of hand of ifa speaks of it as well and it was a big confirming moment that you know one of us could not take this step without the other this was something we at least had to do foot and foot right so we get orisha done right and um we're in our year in white and um i'll never forget that night i was actually talking about it with phil before we started recording and i was telling him the story um i'll never forget when i fell asleep and we were, I think we were halfway through, maybe a quarter of the way through the year, you know, things were, things were difficult, you know what I'm saying? Cause it was a, it was a big adjustment for our lifestyle. And, um, you know, and I, I woke up and I heard those words and, you know, Ifa said, or whoever, whatever that voice was, it says, you know, well, what, what did I tell you that night? What did I say to you? I was on the couch. Yeah. Watching law and order. <laughs> I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, mom, I'm going to go do we fall next year yeah i said i said what <laughs> what do you mean and how is i gonna pay for it <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> exactly yeah. oh you know i'm gonna turn my car in and sell it and yeah. this is what i'm gonna do i said sell your car <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> we have one car <laughs> same here I go again. All right. Well, you know, I got to sit here. And, and it wasn't a no, nothing. Um, I don't recall ever saying no, no. It's just something you really have to just sit there and digest. Oh, digest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I tell you, even coming out of the room and letting those words come out of my mouth, especially the method that I had in mind, I, I thought I had lost it myself. But it was such a it was such a profound message. You know, we recently did the Fon psychology video where it speaks of how the, the pineal gland has so much to do with sleep and spiritual revelation and tapping into our, you know, 
our own spirituality. And for me to literally wake up with that in my mind, I was, I was a little taken aback, but for some reason I felt like I wasn't doing anything drastic. And, you know, you knowing me, I wasn't a very drastic personality in that regard. No. You know, I wasn't doing things that were just irrational. But I tell people all the time that story, and they just look at me kind of with a little bit of disbelief. That's why I really am happy that, you know, this is happening because a lot of things, you know, you being able to confirm them and, you know, people seeing that, wow, you know, that really was the the process to be able to get to this point, you know, because you and Mama, may she rest in peace, were there from the very beginning, Absolutely. you know, and, and really saw those preliminary stages before all of this came, you know. So we get Ifa done, right? And, and all of a sudden now you have this rank now of Apete B, right? And um, before delving into other aspects of what you saw, how we progressed, I really want to delve into where this position is born, right? So in the Odu of Obaragunya or Obara Ogunda was where Urumila was a traveling man, right? And he really didn't have any assistance in that regard. He was single. He was traveling and performing Ifa work, and he was just, he was his own boss. He owned his time, right? So he would travel, you know? So one day on the way to the place where they had contracted him to be able to perform his spiritual work, it started pouring rain. And because of it, he had to find shelter in a barn. That was very dark, but he could tell that there was a woman in his presence, right? And, um, you know, she offered him hospitality, you know, a hot plate of food, bath, clothing, etc. And, you know, one thing led to another, and they actually, you know, were intimate, right? So, Romila, you know, in the midst of darkness, you know, promised her all these things, you know. I'm going to give you this, we're going to have this, 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 this. He was a little emotional. And um, the next morning, he left, right? So, when he arrived at this new town, he completely forgot about the woman that had helped him back at the barn, Right? He didn't realize that he had actually impregnated that woman. So now this woman became a single mother. And, um, you know, basically the way the pataki transpires and progresses is that the woman ended up finding Orula and publicly, you know, slandering him, saying he was an absentee father. But he noticed that the woman that was doing that had leprosy. He didn't realize that the woman that he had interacted with, unfortunately, had this condition, right? And people were shaming Orula and saying, you know, how could you carry on this behavior how could you not assume your responsibilities as a as a man and he immediately performed divination for her the odu of obaragunya was revealed rifa said that she needed to be initiated into a position that was going to support and be the complement to the bawalawu while having her own rights within that position right and it became known as apetebi right and apetebi means she who has leprosy ultimately mm-hmm. so what happened was, is by way of the ceremony and by way of putting on the same implements you have now, she was able to get cured, you know, of her condition. And Orumila stated that all of his wives, daughters, women in his family um, had to, you know, be initiated to be able to preserve themselves and, and interact with religious men to maintain the blessing within their lineage. And then peace came, right? The, the reason I ask, um, I, I say this about Aki before other things we'll bring up is, you know, how has this position, or you going that through that process ultimately to help me finish my ceremony? Because no Babalawo can finish his itefa or itelodu or ifa without the presence of a woman, whoever she may be, 
you know, what, what was it like helping me achieve that goal? And then how has it benefited you since? I, I believe that, you know, um, just in ceremonies that we have done, um, you know, it's the balance. It's the balance um, uh, of, of having a woman there um, to assist, to, um, you know, I kind of look at it as like a caregiver, a person that embraces, that serves, that, you know, um, again, I look at it as a balance. It it keeps things with peace. It keeps, you know, uh, for me, it has helped me in a lot of ways. It has helped me to um, be patient, to um, stay grounded, you know, because you get a lot of different behaviors. So it has it has helped me grow as a person um, to be around you know the religion and to be able. To, what I love most is to help and assist you and and anything that you have going. So for me, it's huge. And you know that that really is the characteristic of the APTB. When you go through the processes that you go through, you 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 get in a position where you're caressing Orula or you're protecting Orula. I think, you know, we're living in an era and a time where, you know, the, the, the roles are blurred, right, within society. And that's perfectly fine because not everybody is meant to embody a stereotype. Sure. I don't think that's necessary either. But I, I do think there are things that are innately pertaining to each gender, right? You know, when we look at the role of the APTB to the untrained eye within the Lukumi tradition – it can seem objective, you know, sure. you know, we're cleaning chickens, you know, we're serving these men at these ta- this table. You know, it's very easy to misinterpret that as chauvinism, what have you, um, when in reality, it's really a position of influence and control because the most yeah. the actual and I think the, the biggest problem is nowadays there, there isn't that explanation. Right. You know, I think a lot of what happens within our spirituality minds that. Most people don't understand why what's happening is happening. But once we're able to clarify based on our scripture, you know, this is why things are the way they are. Most people are quite comfortable with it, you know, because me as a man, me as a babalabu, there's many roles I'll never be able to fulfill that a female olorisha or a petebi such as yourself can. I can't initiate people in orisha. I can't, you know, give birth to a human being. I cannot you know, or I'm, I'm usually a disaster in the kitchen anyway. So, you know, every time you, and you know, to be frank with you, every time you or Erica or any of our wonderful goddaughters are fulfilling those roles, we're usually getting kicked right out of the kitchen. They don't even want us in there, you know. And knowing the way that we were raised, and I, I would say Latin culture, as much as it's misconstrued as macho, it's very matriarchal. You remember the, 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 the old ladies were like that. Sure. Get sure. out of the kitchen. Get oh, out of yeah. here. You guys go over there, you know, and, and you know, it's, 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 we have a process. It's Leave a process, you yes. know? So mm-hmm. I, I think that's beautiful, you know, and it's not to say I can't cook a chicken or somebody, you know, can't ch- change a tire or whatever other stereotypical things there may be. But when we go back to nature and when we go back to roles, the woman's role cannot be replaced. And I love that part of uh, being an epithelium because it's understood. It's understood that, you know, um, we go in and we have a role and it's respected. And, uh, you know, um, I learned uh, to serve the table um, by a lot of Avalaos, 
Yeah, and a lot of tambureros, yeah, and you tam- interacted people, with so yeah, many people. And, and they've taught me, and and I've learned in, in that respect and how they, uh, you know, it's an honor. It really is an honor. Like, wow, here I am, and I don't know half the language they're talking, but, yeah. you know, here I am, and they're respecting me. And, you know, it's just being called and, and being a part of it is huge, you know. And so for me, it's an honor. Well, when we look at, and this is why I say the education process and the patakis are so important, because you look at the table, right? Well, what, what's so honorable about the table? Explain this, Baba. All right, well, here's a pataki, right? So what happened here is in the Odu of Oberosun was where Orumila was going to have dinner with a bunch of babalaos. He was going to have a table of ifa, right? Whether it was a plante, whether it was an ifa, whether it was just guys hanging out, what have you. But there was a fish that was going to be served, Right? And his wife was the one attending to everything. Her watching the table, she saw that someone had put a nail or had left a bone in the throat that was going to be given, or the head of the fish was going to be given to Oberoso or the Baalau. That was it was it was it was an honor, you know. Hey, you get the head of the fish, you know. Um, and she saw this immediately, and she immediately alerted him, and he was able to avert death that way. Oh, wow. That's why the Abedebi, when she's serving the table, everything has to come in and out of her hands. Ideally, when we're talking about a table of Ifa, there is one woman that is interchanging the plates. She might have two or three people behind her serving and whatnot, but what goes in and out of the table is specifically hers. So when we put it in those terms, you begin to realize the spiritual connotation of what this position is is providing you know spiritually because at first glance like we said it it may seem trivial but when you look at the scripture behind it you're like wow it is literally because of this position we still have a religion because if obed Olson would have died that day if any of that treachery was allowed to continue would we even be here you know so it leads me to my question you know do you feel deprived within your role at all or at any given moment have you ever felt like i want to do more or I'm not being utilized to the best of my abilities within this role. I don't. And why, I don't. And why, why, where does that satisfaction come from within it? It comes from the satisfaction of um, the reaction that you get. You know, um, for me, uh, seeing people happy, united, together, um, and, and you're there, you're the main reason that they're so happy at this table because everybody loves the apetabia they... serves the table it's, it's a gozadera <laughs> completely they really do and oh. you know and again i've learned from them and but it's that the role of you know that they're grateful they you know they're, they're grateful for i i never have felt like a, a servant like oh you're serving us you know in that aspect, you know, it's always been a very positive, um, you know, situation uh, when it comes to overall, I should say. You know, he'll always have one or two here and there. <laughs> but overall, it's been an, a, a wonderful experience. And for me, it's just uh, how gratifying it is to see people laughing and smiling. And you're you're there. You're the person right there with them. You know, no one else in the ceremony but you and, you know, the Mabalaos. It's great. It's a great feeling. So you being somebody that had those initial experiences, not initially being in the culture, 
as invested are you are as invested are you as now how difficult was it to learn these roles you know to be able to incorporate yourself what was your process like you know what was that you know what was that first experience like it's like oh my god i have a chicken here what do i do with this you know what was that like i will say that in order to get better at your role you have to practice it you 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 got it you can't just do it one time and and think that okay I know it. No, it, it's something that you have to continuously practice. It has to be a part of, you know, your religious practice. Uh, so yeah, the first time um, it, it was, I, we we did it, but um, you know, you want to do it right, and you're trying to make sure everything is going well. But for me, that first time uh, was a was a great experience. It was exciting. It's it was different than, you know, seeing all these other things in the past, but to see how things were done so in order yeah. and correctly, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, this, you this know, is how it's supposed this to be. This is the way it's supposed to be, you know, and and I thank you for that. Because, uh, thank you, Mom. Uh, thank you for the man, support. It's like <laughs> I tell people all the time because, you know, there's guys that come and they're learning and they're growing now because they're about to go through their ceremony or recently have. And I, I always make the joke because I remember after doing Ifa, I remember we had that conversation and you were like, what do you want to do with your life? And I told you, I'll, I'll never forget. I told you, I said, this is what I want to do. And I remember my, I remember my mom was like, you sure you don't want to be a doctor? I'm like, your dad? I said, the problem is I'm not going to be able to focus on medicine because this is all I think about. And I'll never forget, you told me, don't work. Study. That's right. Even when I was only getting one consult every three months, mm -hmm. even even um, <laughs> even when I would wake up every morning and you thought I was you know possibly losing it because I would pray the Ebo over and over and over again those first seven months when I was learning it, what positive effect did you see Fa having on me, or as far as change you know and growth? What what did you see as far as progress? I think patience. I, I would love to um, touch on that patience yeah. um, and um, I think uh, I think you've always done things correctly uh, but you know we're human so people try to cut corners here and there and do this and I just saw that things were more lined up for you you had that patience you um, a wonderful man you know so I think that um, it, it, it taught you to teach people. I don't think you got all of the same schooling, so I see that in you where you want to teach. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. Yeah. You know, it was one of my biggest fears, like, oh, my goodness, how is he going to learn this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Okay, you want to be a, a va-va-la, but, you know, it's it wasn't you, it's... How are you going to learn this? And you did. And you yeah. did. And, and look at you today. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I was very blessed with, whether it was y'all's support system. Um, Padrino. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, him yeah. being a wonderful tutor. Pedro Gunatetura, my teacher, my mentor, whether it was Barbarito, Mayubona. Um, you know, wonderful teachers. And then, sure. you know, Erica coming in, you know, right, you know, helping me receive Cuchillo. 
Um, and just really, you know, I, I think a big thing is a lot of people, and I, I think maybe some of the people that are in that position could do a better job of explaining this as well. You, you look at a doctor, you look at a lawyer, you look at a law, you look at somebody that's, you know, complete or established, yeah. right? And you look at them, and sometimes you may see them standing alone. So that gives you the false impression of thinking that they did it alone or they're doing it alone. And I, I think it's very quick. It's it's very important to quickly deny that concept because that that's just to nourish the ego. Because I would say, me personally, nothing of what I've accomplished hasn't been a team effort. Whether it was beginning Absolutely. with you, whether it was you know Erica coming into my life and, and making it wonderful all over again, whether it was my teachers. And you begin to realize we're all here to play Takes a role. A to, exactly. Takes a village. And, and that's what I get back to this point of the APTB, right? Literally nothing is possible without these women, you know, whether it's the taking out of the aches, whether it's the preparations, whether it's the table, whether it's whatever it is, nothing is possible without these women. So I want to kind of get into where does this position really come from, you know? Um, in the Odu of Obetwa, was where um, Orumila was looking for somebody to be his complement uh, as well. And, you know, he was able to identify a woman, right? And, you know, he wanted to solidify things. He wanted to make things formal because he loved her. He appreciated her. And she, she provided a stability that, you know, he, he had never seen before, not only physically and socially, but spiritually, right? There's, all, there's other stories like this in the Odu of Iwari where it speaks of the Apetebi. Um, there's, there's numerous ones, but he actually performed a ceremony um, that you went through um, to become Ayafa. And at that point, you know, the woman had no restrictions when it came to interacting with Ifa on that level. So, for example, I remember when they told you, if your son is sick, this is what you need to do to save his life. If Lawalawa was sick, this is what you need to do to save his life. You know, any of these different things, you begin to see the importance of that, whether it's the Apetebiyayafa, someone such as yourself, who's gone through that formal process, or my wife, Erica, the Apetebiyile, or the one that, you know, has assimilated Ifa. Um, these women will save your life because they're really the ones that are able to do that. They have that power, you know. So once again, at times I'm left perplexed because I don't see where the deprivation is mind you. Now, everybody's meant for different things, and ultimately within our system, Orisha is where, you know, you have much more of a innate role where you're really influencing things, but within this priesthood of Ifa, there still is a huge place for the woman, right, to be honored, because Orumila in the Odu of Obeade really identified that women have to do half as much to receive twice as much as men. So I ask you, what has your relationship with Orumila been like? You know, how has he been able to grant you things? How has he been able to help you excel? You know, even from the moment you received your hand of Ifa, what has been the effect of you receiving your hand of Ifa and even going through further processes? How has he positively affected your life? Clarity. A lot of clarity. Um, has it taught me to... <sighs> Lots of blessings, you know, and, and again, uh, as a mother, um, and as the head of my household, I, you ask for the blessings of, of everyone in your household. 
And I can actually say that, you know, since we started um, our process, that we had um, blessings come in. I mean, we went, got Sandra done. Money came. Yeah. <laughs> we got it done. Yeah. Out of uh, nowhere. Out of nowhere. Uh, we got um, Orula, yeah. uh, you know, done. And, and just things just started moving up, like, you know, positions in, in my profession, um, uh, you excelling, you know. So, you know, it's been just very positive uh, health-wise. Um, you know, there's one thing I say when you do things from the heart, and, and you do things, um, you know, uh, with passion and you're driven. Um, it can only go great, you know. Of course, you're going to have the bumps on the road, but they have helped me get through that. And I'm, f- I'm so grateful. I, I know I sound like I'm going to cry, but I'm so grateful to be here and to see the success, um, just how humble we are, you know, yeah. and how... How everything has um, come, you know, in, in this whole process has come to such a beautiful, uh, just a beautiful life. Orumela, yeah. Orumela is humility. You know, Orumela yeah. is good character. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it can be a traumatic thing, too. I mean, especially being that things move forward um, so quickly for us once we kind of got in the process, you know, when I did, did Orisha and then, you know, I did... I think it was a year afterwards um, coming out of the Awaraje, a year and two months, I think. You know, it was was a whirlwind, right? So what was it like going from being, you know, a non-initiate to having the maximum position with any Fafra woman within two years? Wow. It it was a big wow. Because you, uh, it's, it's a lot for you to sit there and say okay what am I supposed to do now like am I doing everything I need to do am I supporting the way I need to support and uh, and I kept seeing you grow 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 and I just wanted to make sure that I was that person to to be there for you you know and even for myself um, I, I just wanted to make sure that I, I did the right thing um, to be grateful you know and stay humble I should say for us to stay humble and to continue this process. And I always say when you do things correctly, you'll get a correct outcome. And I think we can see that today. Well, I, I think that's where the advantage is as well because, mm-hmm. you know, when we talk about limitations, um, the woman, even from the moment she receives hand of Ifa, you know, has the title of Ikofa, which means equal to learn or have knowledge and fa refers to ifa, where the woman is able to learn all of her responsibilities within this part of our spirituality immediately. She's all yeah. she's automatically apetebi. There there are no restrictions. She's able to study her odu at liberty. Um, you know all of these different things. So, you know, even from the very beginning, there there is that empowerment. You know, and um, it's it's impossible because if we look at the odu of Ochetura, it says there can be a thousand men in one room. But if there's no woman, that room is incomplete. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and there are roles that we're unable to perform. You know, even within our own ceremonies, there will never be a, a mano orula or an ifa done that doesn't have an apetebi. It's just, it, it's impossible. There is no way around this, you know? So, and what happened in Ochetura was that Ochung had to make it very clear, you guys need me. 
you know, I'm not to be um, denigrated. I'm not to be undermined. I'm not to be demeaned. This is my role and it's to be respected. And, you know, when they realized how treacherous she became when she was mishandled, they immediately said, this will never come into debate again. This is how things are. That role is sacred. That role is to be respected. And anyone who doesn't will feel that wrath, you know. So I, I tell you, even with you having this role of Ayafa, Bedebi, et cetera, you know, you are crown shungle, right? Mm. You know, um, a lot of people get scared because they're like, all right, your son's about Allah, maybe your husband's about Allah, Orula, Orula, Orula. You know, has Orula interrupted your relationship with Shango at all? Oh, absolutely not. What role does Shango play in your life, Oof, even Ch after this? Shango is very strong. He's very strong in my life. Um, keeps Shango keeps me grounded. Um, you know, focused because you know, Ihola Shango were sometimes all over the place, so um, has kept me focused. Um, has kept me humble. But I think um, we're, it, it has gotten me through a lot of walls. Um, Chango has, you know, we're guerreras and guerreros, and we just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, you know, I think it's more of understanding. You know, um, we are determined a certain way, and I've always been like, okay, this is the way, this is the way. And Shango has opened opportunities, doors that I probably would have never have gone down, but it's the best ones, yeah. you know. So, um, uh, I my Shango is is just very powerful. So, you know, I'm I'm grateful for Shango, but I always knew I was going to be Shango. Yes, you guys know. <laughs> I mean, all of you guys really know. It's usually a first hit thing. It's the first one. Uh, who do you think? Shango. All right. We got, we got that out of the way. It's written down. All right. We can move on, you know. But it, it's interesting because, you know, even within the role of APDB, there is a social aspect to it where you have some people who say, oh, if you're the child of a male orisha, you can't serve the table or you can't do certain things. Um, I, I want to say that that hasn't really interrupted us. I mean, based on our study that we've never incorporated that personally. Um but I will ask you, has you being a daughter of Shango interrupted your relationship with Ifa at all, either? Or as far as your functions, have you been negatively received in any way? No, I mean, um, I uh, once uh, served a table, and um, there was something interesting you say that um, if we're the up at the be serving the table, everything goes through our hands. Absolutely. Know? And um, I remember um, someone saying at the table that I was serving, oh, I don't eat this stuff. And it was just such a negativity all around. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, no, you can't take me out of character. We're not doing this. It's not going to happen, you know, and just kept on. and, and But try to... Um, get the other person, you know, just snapping fingers to the other person to come and bring the food or yeah. to serve them. And, oh, no, no. You know, those are the things you have to remember, you know, as, as an be like you said, that, The you decorum, know, yes, you know, the, po the yes, political aspect of like, things. No, 
<laughs> you know. And and what happens is is unfortunately due to experiences like that, and without a proper support system, something so isolated, we lose a lot of wonderful people. Because unfortunately, not everybody has the humility to occupy certain roles, right? Um, and that's what the Odu of Ochetura says. The woman is not to be mistreated or undermined because, once again, nothing is possible without her, whether it's childbirth, whether it's the preparation of this sacred food for the deity, whether it is the protection spiritually of the event that's occurring, whether it is the, the securing of the life of the Babalawo that she's made that pact with, any of these things. Sure. You know, it, 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 it's very, very important. Um, but I also think it's important that we, um, as a bit that we don't lose our characters. No, either. absolutely. You guys you are know. queens. Yeah, that's, absolutely. that's the most important thing. You know, you hear yes. guys say, well, there's kings sitting at that table. <laughs> well, well, the women that are floating around, what are they then? You know yes. what I'm saying? And, and it's to be considered. And that's why Ochun, I mean, in Ochetura, nothing for nothing, when they mistreated her, she put brujeria in the food. <laughs> She's like, you guys don't want to appreciate me? That's fine. We'll take this. Everybody was throwing up. Everybody was going yeah. through their process. And they went to visit Olofing, and they were like, yo, we're not doing well. And he said, well, who's missing? Ochung, why? We mistreated her. Well, she'd put brujeria in your food, bro, and I can't do nothing about it. So you need to fix it because I'm not going to do it. So they had to plead and beg. And, you know, it was just it was embarrassing. But sometimes you have to show people what they have, you know what I'm saying, when they think that they can live without it. And Ochung made that very apparent, right? We here, Mom, we... um. We really respect everybody's traditions. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're in contact with so many wonderful spiritual people on either side of the aisle. Um, and, and, you know, there's this huge theme, right? There's this huge conversation um, of the Yangifa, right? Um, I've met Yangifa. I've respected and saluted. And, you know, I, I always maintain those same manners that you've taught me. Absolutely. Um, you know, and... Um, I think the most important thing is, is is just for us to provide our reasoning behind why we incorporate women within Ifa in the way we do. And once again, allow all of our viewers to come to conclusions, right? Not to say, because, you know, the only thing I've learned, Mom, is as I get older and as I grow within this priesthood is maybe there isn't right and wrong. Maybe sure. there's your lineage. Maybe there's your conscious. Maybe there's all these different things, Right. Um, and, and that's really important because, you know, who am I? Somebody that, you know, was blessed enough to receive this culture 20 years ago to debate with somebody who's been doing something for 200 years, Absolutely. 500 years. Or who is anyone to debate with how we've been doing things for half an eon, you know? Sure. So sometimes as long as no one's getting hurt, sure. abused, taken advantage of, you have to live and let live, right? So we base ourselves off of an Odu um, within our text of Lukumi that's Ofumeji. And there's also a traditional piece of paperwork in the Odu of Iretentelu that speaks of why we um, don't encourage women to go through the Ifa process as men do, right? And what happened was is Orumila was a sad man at one point. He had many wives. Uh, he had money. He had means. He had properties. But he felt spiritually unsatisfied, Right. And he was looking for a woman to stimulate him on this level because based on his work, he needed that counterpart to be able to provide that. Right. And um, Olodumare or God had heard that Orumira was looking for his uh, a next and final wife. Right. 
he called him up to his palace and he said, you know, I'd like to have a conversation with you. You know, I have this daughter that's very eligible and, um, you know, I'd like you to marry her. And he said, look, I'm really looking for something different this time. You know, I need, I need that spiritual stimulation. I need a counterpart. I need a friend. I need a confidant. And he said, her name is Odu. And I guarantee you she's going to be able to check off all those boxes for you. Go take a stroll with her. They met. They courted. And Orumila became infatuated with her immediately. Her mind, her intellect. It was, it was a wonderful interaction and encounter. But she told him, I don't want to meet any of your other wives. I want my own house. I want my own space. I don't want to interact. And it's not that I'm being bougie. It's just I do my own thing. And Orula said, you think I got money to buy you a house just like that? She said, you better. You know what I'm saying? So he ended up moving forward with her. He got her a home. Obviously, there was some spiciness by way of his other situations. And um, he tried to maintain the peace, which he did. And uh, everything was good for a while. But Orumila was a traveling man. The Awo is a traveling man by nature. And, you know, he told his other wives, hey, remember, that lady, she does her own thing. She's completely prepared. There's really no reason to interact with her, right? So you guys enjoy your, you know, parcels, and she'll be fine. So I'll be back soon. They're like, okay. And um, as soon as he left, they're like, oh, we're going to see what's up with her. There's two versions, ma. There's one where a woman went into the room. There's another version where a woman left an offering at the door. But unfortunately, Odu took it upon herself to eliminate the woman, right? Mm. When Orumila came home, he looked, everybody was freaked out. He saw, you know, his, his wife that had transitioned by way of the encounter, and he went rushing in to speak to Odu. And he said, what happened? And she said, I told you, I don't want to be around your other wives. It's me and you. And I had to prove a point. So from that day forward, Orumela did not allow any of his other wives, daughters, ex mothers, etc., to enter into the room of Odu, which is known as the Ibodu. And not only did he not allow them to enter, he didn't allow them to provide offerings either. When Orumela and Odu started procreating, they had 256 sons. Odu never begot a daughter for Orumela. And she said, now I'm done. So if we interpret this information the way we have, right, this is why we initiate men or take them into the Ibodu, right? The information we base ourselves upon. Now, there's other scriptures that people have interpreted to be able to take women in. Perfectly respectable. Everybody has a right to interpret the way they see fit. Sure. Nothing but respect and consideration because I have colleagues and people that I highly respect that perform that initiation for someone that is paid for that initiation and has a right to do as they please, sure. right? The Absolutely. same way we do. Mm -hmm. So the reason I give this preamble, right, is because you as an APDB, IFA of the Lukumi tradition, do you feel deprived not being able to perform some of the functions or a lot of the functions that we perform as Baba Lawo? No, I do not. I ask why? I because I. The best way to describe it is um, that 
I, I enjoy being an apetebi. I enjoy, I think that the role of an apetebi, I'm sorry, I think is, is very huge. I think that um, we walk around like queens, you know. So I don't feel like we are any less than what the babalao does. And, and that's just my opinion, you know. So I, I don't feel that um, I need to be, you know, initiated as a babalao. I feel like I, f I have just as, uh, just as an important role. And I, I, I just, um, that's just my opinion. And, you know, it's like Obad that says half as much to get twice as much. And, um, you know, yeah. Orumila... Orumila was a fanatic of the, the Ikofa, the woman that, or the Ayafa, the woman that initiated and um, and learned about him and, and took care of him. You know, this is also in the Odu of Oturatiyu. But the, the interesting aspect about it was is that when we look at the Odu of Ayobe, right, to bring it kind of full circle, Orumila was infatuated with Oshun, okay. right? And... You know, and even before we delve into the pataki, it's 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 the old babalaos would say, and a lot of me and my colleagues have discussed this. You know, women are far superior to men. I have no as as a as a husband, as a son. Sure. Um, I have no I have no gripes about this because you create life. Sure. Um, you know, at times I'm constantly reminded, you know, that the woman has uh, far superior intelligence. You know, just based on the emotional intelligence that they have compared to us. You know, men's are the destroyers of nature. Women are the creators. They're the nurturers. And if I had this same concept, and that's why, you know, even in the Afro-descendant faiths, women do not sacrifice. Sure. Because based on the fact that you give life, it is completely unnatural for you to take life. You know, and these are concepts that are present in the Odu of Otrupomeji and Ogunashe. Um, and to be at least the way we interpret it, to be able to be a practicing awo, you have to be able to sacrifice. You have to be able to take life because we are the ones who maintain the reincarnation process by way of it. So there's a bunch of different themes upon which we um, we base ourselves, you know, and ultimately, you know, everything's just fine. You Your know? grandma used to say a saying. She would say, el hombre tiene que ser el hombre y la mujer tiene que ser la mujer. There's certain things that we can't do. Exactly. And you know? she used to always, you know, bring that up, which is interesting, you know, that. Yeah. And the role of a woman, the role of a man, you know, without saying anything against either or. You, you know, know, it's just yeah. ultimately I, there's I, things I, I, we can't do or can do that. And it, yeah. and it brings us full circle with the Odu of Ayobe because in Ayobe is where Romila was infatuated with Oshun and he wanted to secure her. He wanted to protect her. He wanted to find a way to establish a link between him and her that no one would be able to break, not even death itself, right? But death was in love with Oshun. He was always after her. He was always trying to find a way to, you know, coerce her, you know, but to be married to death is to be dead, right? Yes, of course. So Chun went for divination, and Orumila told her, the only way you can survive death is by marrying me. And she said, wow, you're really fresh, you know? I got one guy <laughs> trying to kill me, and now you want to be with me. I, I can't deal with this. But she realized she really didn't have any other options. And Orumila initiated her into the hand of Ifa or the Ayafa process. And when death found her and saw the bracelet on, he immediately respected Orula. He said, this woman is to be cherished. This woman is to be, you know, preserved. But if she ever takes her bracelet off or she wears a different one, it's all free game. 
And Arulah said, I don't think we have to worry about that. To bring it full circle, Mom, um, you know, how has these processes, what you've been through, the growth, you know, how has uh, how how has it fulfilled you? You know, what what purpose did it give you? You know, what how how did it motivate you to grow, even within this role or as a woman in general? Oh gosh, there's so many things, um, so many positives. You know, even uh, even let's take the negatives. You know, um, it kind of uh, opens your mind, if I if if I may. Um, uh, when you have something negative happen, you know, we all say all these positive things that happen, and oh God, it's been great. Yes, it's been great, but you do have those bumps on the road. Yeah, and you know. Um, they give you clarity, and I know I've said this before, um, but it kind of opens your mind a little bit more to, you know, understand, you know, and, and, other, and back I'd be like, no, 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 that, that can't be. Well, yeah, that could be, you know. So it, they've helped me um, understand more um, that there is um, more out there for me that, you know, there's so much more to do. You know, to to stay uh, compassionate, to it, they've just, um, I guess, that opened a lot of doors, and um, I'm grateful. And then they they have closed some too, and I think it's important. Some doors need to close. You may not want to have them to close, and you're like, oh, why do they? No, they have to close. You know, so I I think that um, for me, that was important to have some doors close, others open, but um, overall it has fulfilled me as, you know, as a mother, you know, as a woman, you know, as, as a family-oriented person. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you very much for life, oh. for support, for confirmation, because I, I do believe that there is a huge confirmation for every man to find within his mother, within his wife. And I think that really brings us full circle with this position is Yabedebi is the confirmation of the Babalawo. Yeah. There is no Babalawo without this position. And that's why ultimately I really believe checks and balances, the thing that makes it go or stop is the most important thing. Well, I want to thank you for also, you know, opening uh my eyes to something i was very close-minded on mm -hmm. mind you you know um I, I didn't care to know anymore after what i had been through in the past and i appreciate that i appreciate it i i'm just um very grateful that you believed in something and you took it where you needed to take it and i'm just so proud so proud I appreciate you, Mom. No words for you. <laughs> I want to take a moment um, to mention my wife. All the Apetabis that have played a huge role in uh, oh, yeah. in my progress. Um, obviously, my wife, Erica Poroye, my daughters, um, Lola, um, <laughs> Ali, you know, all of our wonderful goddaughters that occupy um, our house. Who are blessed. All of, uh, all of the wonderful women that I've interacted with that are Olorisha, Santeras, that also occupy this role. Thank you for loving Orula. Thank you for, you know, always imparting something upon me. Um, to all the sister Yangifaz, Aburua Boye, 
And um, sincerely, thank you. And thank you to you, Mom, as we go into some closing thoughts. Um, family, a couple things I want to go ahead and mention before we disconnect. Um, IFA consultations are still available, as well as tarot, etc., Reiki sessions. All can be scheduled on BotanicaCandlesAndMore.com or by contacting 407-440-2086. Um, IFA classes, merchandise, we also ship. Please go ahead and check the website out for that. Please um, also check out the podcast if you don't have time to view us on the YouTube channel. We're present on all platforms. Um, uh, please like the video, share it, comment, hit the subscribe button. And from Our Roots Podcast, thank you. And until next time, see the light.